Welcome to Impact the World. For this episode, we bring you the audio of my monthly energy update, which is delivered to YouTube every single month. You can find the video version of this at my channel, Lee Harris Energy. And if you hit subscribe and the notification bell, you will always be notified when the energy update appears. We hope you enjoy this audio version of the energy update. everybody welcome to January 2024 which I know for me has been a year that I've been wondering about focusing on for many years because my guides have talked about it as the end of a seven-year cycle so first things first you know we're about to start a new month and a new year but for those of you who didn't catch my annual energy forecast it's actually something I delivered live on December 21st but you can watch it for free now on YouTube. And it's about 75 minutes long. There were nine themes that I received which will arc through the whole year. And one or two of them have made an appearance here in January. But I also channeled my guides. So if you feel like really being in contemplation about the year to come and some of the overarching themes, you can check out the uh, full energy forecast for the year and we'll also put a link to it underneath this video and we are about to start my annual rebirth course it's the seventh year of rebirth I can't believe it and it starts on January 19th so stay tuned at the end and we'll play you a sample of what rebirth is all about in case you care to join us but for today let's look at the themes that are showing up for January so the first theme unusually fast reorganization energy unusually fast reorganization energy so it's a reorganization energy in the month of january which is is unusual because usually in my experience when we talk about january there is often almost like a hangover from december for most people it's often a slower month it's often a month where people are slowly beginning to gear up ready for the year ahead but that normally doesn't hit the ground running until February and beyond but the message I got about January this year is it's going to be fast and there's going to be a lot of movement doesn't necessarily mean you have to move against your will but don't be surprised if things in your life hit the ground running and start reorganizing more than you may have expected them to because February onwards, the energy upshifts. So in my notes, which you can also find underneath this video, what we have is a reorganization month in January, fast and aligned. So things will be in alignment and they'll be fast. Things dropping into place quickly and lingering threads resolving by the end of the month. January is often slower, but not this year, as February sees an energetic upswing coming in. So January is going to move like lightning for many in order to prepare you for February's incoming electrical energy. So the piece about lingering threads resolving, that could relate to things that you've been trying to tie up for a year 
or perhaps just for a month or two, things that have felt heavy going or slow going, January is going to move through like a cleansing wave. And it's designed to really move us quicker into that 2024 energy, which is really like an electrical pulse and is designed to be a very fast year. You know, one of the things that came up in the annual energy forecast is 2024 on a personal level is set to be a year of strength and purpose. So on a personal soul level, finding new strength in ourselves that we didn't know existed and also getting really clear about our purpose or changing our purpose or aligning ourselves with our purpose and creating that in the world is going to be a big, big theme. So January feels a little bit like a, a kind of last chance to really get things settled, organized and put in place. So I know many of you have, have felt a purging in recent months and like it's time to clear out. Well, normally January allows us that too. But for many of us, actually January, we're, we're going to be hit, hitting the ground running more than in prior years. So don't be alarmed, but do make sure you get enough rest in, in between all of that momentum. Um, because traditionally, it's a time where many of us catch our breath. So I hope you can find some space and some time within the reorganization energy. Theme number two, who and what can you trust? Who and what can you trust? So this theme is on global and personal levels. It's less about outside people and events and more about you shifting your inner identity to all relationships. So who and what can you trust? It's interesting. I mean, globally, we're certainly seeing more and more pieces that are coming up for us to question, that are being revealed and people are coming to terms with what they're seeing that has been manipulated or hidden or we have been removed from knowing certain things, that snowball continues to, to keep moving. And so this who and what can you trust theme tells me that we'll continue to see this move through January, otherwise it wouldn't have come up. But on a personal level, this can relate to your relationship with yourself as much as people in your life. So sometimes we get tough lessons around trust in relationships whether they're spouses, family members, friends, business partners, where our trust gets a little wobbled or rocked because of an experience we have. And sometimes that experience is to teach us discernment, is to show us, ah, I shouldn't have moved so quickly with that person. Or maybe next time I feel that energy in the room, I'll know to behave or act differently. But other times it's actually a redefinition of who we want to be in the world that moves us into more trustworthy relationships. Did we speak our truth enough? Did we show up the way that we could have shown up in order to have a different relationship with trust? So whenever a theme like who and what can you trust comes up, I think there is a tendency to go into fear or protection. But the message around this theme is the opposite is true. We're learning to trust ourselves more than ever before. So you might be learning to trust your intuition or your actions or your choices more than you ever have before. And as you're doing that, you may find oppositionary forces come up for you. It might be that you make a choice to do something and someone who's close to you questions that choice and you start going, oh, should I trust them or should I trust myself? And you'll go through a little dance around it. 
the truth for all of us is we're all doing the best we can every single day and we learn from the choices that we make. So sometimes we have to go to the left when we wish we'd gone right in order to next time know that we need to go right. So trust is an ever-evolving thing. It's changing all the time for all of us. But with trust under the microscope in a big way in January, my expectation around that is we'll either see a lot more globally that people will be going through around trust and also on a personal level you might be either resolving trust issues or trust wounds and or going through some areas where trust becomes a point of connection or disconnection with another person and equally you might just be deepening your trust of yourself so who and what can you trust less about outside people and more about you shifting your inner identity in all and to all relationships. The third theme also has the word trust in it, which is why I know trust is a, is a key at the moment. Are you trusting your journey on earth? Are you trusting your journey on earth? So can you stay personal as a source of power in your life despite the temptation to perhaps only focus outside you or on the outside world. So are you going within? Are you journaling? Are you reflecting on your path so far? And are you looking ahead to how you might want to create life differently? It's really interesting. I've, I've never seen a theme like that in all of the years of doing energy updates. Are you trusting your journey on Earth? I think for me, what that makes me realize for all of us is you know, we each have this individual journey and it is a journey. You might be having the best week of your life right now. You might be having the worst week of your life right now. But it's a journey and you're on it. And are you trusting how your journey is going? That doesn't mean we're always happy with the state that we're in or the scenario or the situation we're in. But can you just step back and go, yeah, I'm trusting this journey, actually. I trust this is taking me where I need to go. And if the answer is no, if the answer is no, I'm not trusting my journey at all. That's a really good clue that there are several things out of alignment in your life that you might need to pay some attention to. Now, it's completely different if you're going through grief or if you've had some awful shock or some awful experience in your life. That's different. If you're in shock or grief, that's a different scenario because that will take all your attention and focus until you are ready to come through and out of it. But if in, you're not in that state and you're feeling like, yeah, I'm not trusting my journey right now, the question for you is what can you do to take a look at where you've been and see where you might like to go next that's different? And often that takes reflection. It takes looking back at your life the last few years and going, okay, well, these parts were good. I liked this. I didn't like this. Well, how do I want to create a bit more of the stuff I liked? or something completely new in the years to come. It's a good reminder that we're on a journey. For as long as we're here and in this body, we're on a journey. And a lot of the time, we're very understandably focused on what's going on in the outside world, focused on what's going on around the world. We get pulled into the dramas of others, the dramas or the crises or the conflicts in the world. But this is a, a real call to ask you to come back to you and your personal journey in life. Where are you right now? How would you see yourself? 
And are you happy with what you're seeing? And if you aren't happy with what you're seeing, can you just give it a little time and attention and reflection so that you can then create something differently in your future? January is such a good month for that kind of thing because so many people are collectively asking that question or wondering about where they're going. So interesting wording. Are you trusting your journey on earth? And can you stay personal as a source of power despite the temptation to only focus outside of you? And if you don't like what you're seeing, what are the changes you want to call in in 2024? Really important to give that some energy rather than just being in reaction to what you don't like. Being in reaction to what you don't like is one thing, but that is not being intentional. That is rejecting. So when we've decided what we're rejecting, we then have to go, okay, what do I want to create? And they're two different things. They both need to be honored, but you have to put some creational energy toward what you want to see if you answer if you answer no to the question, I'm not trusting the journey I'm I'm in on I'm I'm on right now in my life. So theme number four, this is a big one. And this actually came up in the annual um, energy forecast, the, the big broadcast I just did. But, you know, my guides tell me what to what to say. And they literally wanted me to really focus this theme for January. The rise of the light worker. So in 2016, when I was on stage in London for a, a group who had gathered for an evening, the Zs, my guides, channeled something where they said that the years 2017 to 2024 were going to be very tumultuous years on the planet, but they were huge, game-changing transformation years. They said, during this period of time, you will see the rise of the light worker. Light worker is not a word everyone identifies with, and nor do you need to. The way I understand the word light worker is, it's anybody who is doing any kind of job, or maybe not doing a job, but doing the job of life, the job of being a human, the job of being a parent, the job of being a caretaker, a friend, any, any of those roles, where you want to bring good. You may not always manage to do it. You may not always be having a good day. You may not always be able to put a smile on your face. That's because we're human and we all go through our, our, our shifts in life. But your ultimate goal is to see the planet be better to see more peace, more harmony, more love. That's how I understand a light worker. So light workers aren't always full of spiritual belief uh, or, or interested in any of that stuff, but they are just spreading, you know, happiness where they go and connection and good things for people. So the rise of the light worker is a big theme through 2024. This relates to your purpose in the world and feeling connected to it. So 2017 to 2024 were the years listed as the rise of the light worker, and 2024 will be the biggest year yet in terms of how many people will unshackle themselves from old programming, will complete major healing of past cycles, and rebirth a new identity that is aligned with your soul. 2024 will call in fire and strength as aspects of self that you may not have known before or never at the level you will feel them now. Fire brings in a strong rebirth energy and can be intense. So the journey isn't always easy, but the purge reveals new strength when you reach the other side. 
So, you know, depending on where you're at right now, you might be someone who's ready to go. You're like, yep, 2024, this is the year I'm going to take it all to all new levels. I am ready to rise into a new way of being, a new way of life. Or you might be listening to that going, God, I wish I could get there. Well, expect 2024 to be rocket fuel for you and for you becoming more of who you came here to be. Letting go of old parts of your identity that you maybe developed as a safety mechanism or because that was all you were allowed to be before. That was the only way you were allowed to be in the world. So whether you're a light worker who's here with a real vision of what you're here to create and it's architectural in nature, maybe you're building something for the world or creating experiences for the world or inspiring people in the world or you're doing the exact same job in your local community and local group of people, which is no less important, just different scale, different numbers. So the rise of the light worker this year, more people than ever in this seven year cycle where more light workers are getting activated around what they're here to do and what they're here to stand for and what they're here to give. It's going to be a big, big theme this year, but January, you will see yourself jogged into it. So if you're waiting for it, Remember to consciously create what you want to see. And again, I go back to the previous theme. Can you reflect on where you were in 2023 and see what, what's in that year that you can direct differently in 2024? Or does it tell you what was missing for you this year? So you can really consciously go, yes, this year I'm going to create more peace and harmony in my life because last year I didn't get much of that and I'm still recovering. So the rise of the light worker relates to your purpose in the world and feeling connected to it. So equally, you might be a burnt out healer right now who's like, oh, I just need to quit, which, you know, there have always been times for many of us who, who do this for work that you have those moments. But what normally happens is if you get curious about the feelings that you're in and you let them move through you, a new way of being comes through. And often what happens is you stay in the same work, but you get renewed purpose. You get a renewed experience around it. So this is going to be a big month in terms of calling you forward into your purpose. And you might be very, very frustrated right now. And often that frustration or that anger can be the final thing before we walk through the door. So don't give yourself a hard time if you're having a hard time. You could be having a hard time because you're just about to break through, but get conscious about it. You know, this is where visioning, writing a, a manifestation list, what you want to create, it's so important. So give yourself that time if you feel like you are a light worker who is poised to rise or yet to rise. Interesting theme, this one, revisiting your relationship to prophecy revisiting your relationship to prophecy. Now, what's funny to me as this theme was coming through is I thought, well, on some level, this video is its own potential kind of prophecy in a way. I mean, of course, when I give you all these themes, I, I never expect anybody to relate to every single one of them. But we are kind of looking at how you're feeling and what, what you might be about to go into. So this is very interesting. A maturation process for many around intuition and spirit guidance is going to be happening in January. So you'll be going through a maturation of your own relationship to spirit guidance, intuition. 
Some of you might be rejecting it, although you probably wouldn't be watching this, although maybe you're watching this to reject it in a minute, which is fine. But, you know, there's going to be this, this wave of you deepening with your relationship to spirit guidance and intuition. And I know I, I was like many people when I first really encountered intuition and guidance when I was much, much younger, I tended to mm, not idolize it exactly, but, you know, there was a period where I gave it more power than my own knowing. And my truth around intuition or anything to do with guidance or channeling or any of it, it's it's best applied as part of a well-rounded diet. So it's one aspect of our human life. And for me, humanity has so much information and knowledge within it, but so does spirit, so does guidance. So if you can live in a balanced way, that's great. But it sounds like there's going to be a real wave of people having a maturation process around intuition and spirit guidance, but especially showing up in relation to doom prophecies and light prophecies and being honest about your own bias or leanings in this area. It's interesting, the Z's did a whole thing a couple of years ago, my guides channeled. They talked about um, fear-based prophecies. They talked about very dark stories about Earth. And they talked about how they can be used to co-opt people away from creating a better future. That's not to say stick your head in the sand and don't pay attention to things that you should be seeing that definitely seem off in the world but that certain prophecies are designed to make you feel a certain way. So they not only give you some potential information, but they also tell you how you will feel about it and what will happen. And I have never ascribed to that level of prediction because the truth is with free will and destiny, it's always moving. There are themes, but how we experience the themes and how those themes actualize is a, a lot more fluid and a lot more designed based on our collective responses in every moment than, you know, we might often realize. So it's interesting that, you know, you might be going through a period where you're like, wow, I've been listening to all these fear-based prophecies and I, I can't do it anymore. I'm kind of, you know, I've listened to them for years and I'm, I'm now letting go of them. But equally, you might be someone who's avoided anything negative for years and you've only wanted to hear the good things, and now you're beginning to investigate the shadow on earth. So it's it's interesting, this revisiting your relationship to prophecy, it's not necessarily saying prophecy is good or bad, it's saying that prophecy is in the eyes, the heart, and the ears of the beholder, and how we interpret prophecy, and how we use prophecy, and how it makes us feel is crucial. So, a new way of allowing your own connection to the future and prophecy that doesn't take away from the present is emerging. A new way of allowing your own connection to the future and prophecy that doesn't take away from the present is emerging. It is a merging, it is a merging of intuition, heart and the present at an all new level. So do you dismiss what you're feeling in the present because you hear of a prophecy that tells you what's going to happen in the future that you think negates everything that you're experiencing now? So it makes sense to me why it's a maturation process. This is complex. It's not, um, there isn't an easy one answer fits all here, but it does sound like as we become more intuitive as a collective, 
you perhaps are going to either be letting go of certain either intuitive teachers or teachings or having a slightly different relationship to it in the future. Um, owning your own intuition and your own feelings a bit more and your own ability to track history and to see the cycles of life that we all go through. So, revisiting your relationship to prophecy. The next theme, creational energy is strong and empowered, but mostly in new arenas rather than old ways. So creational energy is strong and empowered in January, but mostly in new arenas rather than the old way. So if you're trying to create anything, you know, if you're if you're coming up with something very new, or if you're trying to create something that you've created before, but in a very new way, January is going to be a great month to support that. It doesn't mean you have to have it all built by the end of January, but it will be a very good supportive month for you to brew the energy of that creation. January will be more about preparing the ground than building those new ideas. So visionary energy for new creation will be strong this month. And also, you know, kind of, um, if you like, organizing and decorating the nursery so that your birth can land in the nursery. And that goes back to this unusually fast reorganization energy. A lot will birth this year globally, and if you allow it personally. And I say if you allow it because sometimes we're not in the space to allow it, and sometimes we block things because of fear, because of trauma that we haven't yet figured out we need to undo before we can create something new. So um, creational energy is strong and empowered in January, but mostly in new arenas. And it will be more about preparing the ground than building your new ideas. So preparing the ground for the new creations. And lastly this month, play and joy as superpowers. Play and joy as superpowers. So laughter, play and joy as remedies and also reactions to the chaos. So the amount of chaos and distress that, you know, definitely we've globally been going through lately, it's really important to remember laughter, play and joy when you can are going to be important remedies and reactions to the chaos. They're needed to balance what's going on. Play and joy are important sanctuary and sacred energies right now on Earth to hold high frequencies in times of global stress. So I'm going to say that again. Play and joy are important sanctuary and sacred energies right now on Earth to hold high frequencies in times of global stress. Where can you create and foster more play, joy and laughter in your life? so easy, isn't it, to um, dismiss those things and to see them as something that you can enjoy or create when you've got time or when things aren't so emergency status. And yet what this message is saying is it's even more important when things are tough in your life or in the lives of people around you. So making sure that you are inviting yourself and perhaps others to laughter, play and joy. You might be the ambassador for creating a group where that can happen or gathering friends where that can happen and giving people a framework where that can happen because laughter, play and joy, some of those lightness 
uh, lightness of being energies are definitely something that many have been challenged with creating in the last few years. So laughter, play, and joy as superpowers, something to really remember, embrace, give to yourself, and create. So those are the seven themes for January. And like I said, if you want to do a deep dive with my annual forecast, December 21st, uh, 2023 on the solstice, I did a, a look at the whole year of 2024. And the personal soul theme for that year is, is, is very much one of strength and purpose for us on a personal level. Interestingly, on a global level, uh, what was revealed was it's a time of revolution and surprising shifts, unexpected shifts and revolution globally. So it'll be interesting to see this play out that the year is going to have a, a, an intense and strong energy. Um, and if you would like to begin your year with me and my team for the Rebirth Experience, which is a transformational annual experience, which I've held every January for the last seven years, we would love to welcome you on board with all of the other souls who've already signed up. We begin on January 19th and it runs to the end of the month, but of course you get lifetime access to the replays. So if you can't make it to some of the live broadcasts, don't worry. I'm holding space using energy teaching, intuition, channeling, music, and also we have Qigong and support materials inside the course to really hold space for you to set up your year to come. How do you want to get creational about the year ahead? So that's Rebirth 2024. We'll play a clip of Rebirth at the end of this. Also in my members community, the portal, uh, this month we're continuing the series that my guides did with Regina Meredith uh, in this very studio here in England where I'm broadcasting this from today. Um, we created a series of conversations called The Future Human uh, with Regina Meredith, who many of you might know from Gaia TV. It was a fascinating set of conversations between her and my guides, the Z's. And the fifth part of that comes out in the portal this month. And that book will be released uh, publicly in May. But members of the portal get that early, as well as so many other different aspects that can support your growth and your sensitivity and your transformation every month. So check out the portal. If you feel called to join us in there, we would love to welcome you. And last but not least, this month, we released a new song. It's called The Way We Loved. And you can hear it now on streaming platforms. Uh, we'll be releasing a video for it in the early days of January. And there will even be a remix version of the song by the wonderful John Patton at the end of the month. The Way We Loved is a personal song that I wrote last April about the ending of my marriage. And yet, you know, there's something very universal about the lyrics in the song, particularly the lines that relate to keep letting go of all you once believed in. Keep swimming through this deep and healing season. So the song came out just before Christmas and I was quite struck by the timing. Of, of how so many of us are letting go of what we once believed in, whether it's because of a relationship change or just the change we are in in our own identity because of the change in the world. So it's called The Way We Loved and it's out now. You can check it out on my music channel or follow the links below. But for now, I send you all lots of love. I hope your January starts well 
and I'll look forward to working with those of you who come and join me for Rebirth 2024 from January 19th. We'll play you a clip of it now. Take good care. Hi everyone, I'm thrilled to say that I am bringing back Rebirth, my annual January course for 2024. Rebirth was something I created seven years ago when I recognized the potential that we all have as we move into a new year to look ahead and vision and become very conscious about the kind of future we want to create while also perhaps letting go and learning from the year that we have just been through. So Rebirth is a combination of channeling from my guides the Z's, music, but also energy teaching, working with you on how you can become even more adept at learning how to guide your life, how to notice your patterns and habits, how to let go of the old, and how to really allow yourself to move into the next level of your life and your identity. It's you coming into the 2.0 version of your way of life, your way of being, and more importantly, the way you experience the world around you and the life that you are living. Rebirth is delivered through live broadcasts, but also some pre-recorded video with myself and my musical partner, Davor Bozik, where we get to take a really deep dive into the process of transformation Alongside all of this, you will experience Movement and Qigong with Stephen Washington, have access to a specially curated Rebirth Healing Lounge where various videos and audios can support your process of transformation, and access to our private community forum for Rebirth members. This is where incredible conversations, support and sharing take place between all of our participants from around the world. If you can't make it for any of the live broadcasts, don't worry. We will have full replays available for all of you and the whole experience you will have lifetime access to. You can take it at your own pace, but the reason we do it in January is it is such a fertile and potent time to cast your intentions, look ahead, and become a little more conscious about the life you might like to step into and allow yourself to experience. Rebirth begins on January 19th and finishes on January 31st. We look forward to welcoming you for Rebirth 2024.